笑容。Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. And today we're covering Minute 23 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest chess team minute ever. And we're joined once again by two wonderful guests, Mike from Tarantino Minute. There's two ways you can go on this job, my way or the highway. And Alyssa from the Austin Powers Minute. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Hey, what's up? Hey. Woo! Feel that energy, baby! I don't know. She's going to tonight. <laughs> Listen, I realize nothing happens in this minute except two people talking, but we'll get through it. We'll get through it together. <laughs> minute 23 begins with Randall offering some advice and ends with Randall not understanding Dante, which, to be honest, I'm 23 minutes in. I don't understand Dante either. All right, so we talked about earlier in the week about Dante and Veronica. And we get a timeline on their relationship, finally. They've been together for seven months. And we find... And Christine... Chris, Caitlin. Caitlin. Well, Caitlin Bree. <laughs> and then they've been together five... Where, what? How old was Dante when he started dating Caitlin? Okay, so... After five years. Later on in the movie, he'll say he's 22. So if he dated her for five years, and that five years doesn't include the last seven months... I mean, he couldn't have been any older than 17 when he started dating her. Uh, I mean, had they just broken up? Because, I mean, he just talks about, like, they they dated in high school, but, like, they never really said, like, when they started or, when, like, how long ago it was that they broke up. That's, just that, you know, see, that's even, changed. yeah, if they only dated in high school, that's even more frightening. Because that means they dated, that's, that's what I thought. They dated from 13 to 18. And he still hung up on her this much? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think, because I was like, well, if he started dating when he was a freshman, you have four years of high school, then you have the one year after until he's like 19 years old, with the first year of college, then you have like a year and a half break, and then you meet Veronica. That's the way I thought about it, but I don't know well, who I am. Here's my other problem with this math. He was going to whine about her cheating, which leads you to believe he probably didn't. So he spent five years with her. Seven months with Veronica, but he also mentioned earlier that he's had sex with 12 girls. Right. Like, yeah. when when did those 12 girls happen? <laughs> Hopefully not when he was 13. <laughs> I'm more power to him, I guess. I, I hope they were of, a, of, of the same age as him. I mean, still not good, but it's worse if they are either significantly older or younger. The story can always get worse, depending on how you look at it. It's just a little weird. Yeah, I did wonder that. I'm like, all right, so there's five years with Caitlyn, seven months with her. That's over five and a half years. He's 22. Even if he's just getting ready to turn 23. At some point, Dante was a busy little boy. Yeah. Right. Busy little boy. (laughs) So, like, did he break up with Caitlyn when he was 21? And in, like, the year before he met Veronica, he was like, I am just... I'm going to nail anybody that'll say yes. Probably. I, yeah. mean, I mean, she cheated on him eight and a half times. He was probably kind of pissed. Yeah. Maybe, like, seeking some back. revenge. <laughs> he probably slept with that girl that was out in front of RSD video last minute. Maybe. The Russian one? <laughs> she said the Russian one. Yeah. Okay, guys, come on. Really, you're going to cut it. NSA already knows where I am. <laughs> Would you like to come play in my red square? <laughs> I feel bad about that. So He tells a very interesting story about Caitlyn. When he says that she cheated eight and a half times on him. So he's going to explain what the halftime is. Now, this story is specific. It makes me wonder if something similar to like this either happened to Kevin or someone he knows. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> I got a bigger problem with what Randall says. Oh, I, about he called someone mom during sex. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. No, nobody ever addresses that. <laughs> that is a weird thing. Yeah, there. he just runs over that line. <laughs> yeah, like Dante's not phased. Like that is something he's heard before. <laughs> Never thought anything about it. I thought that was. Really and that's strange. the second he makes another mom comment in this minute because when he's talking about when he when he's oh. like who ended up in that room and he goes your mother and again Dante <laughs> just blows right past it. A little Freudian yeah. slip. It sounds like. <laughs> so it, does Randall. Is Randall there like um, the mom from American Pie? Is she like one of those? Are you secretly in love with her? All his friends love her. Oh, God. <laughs> well, he is pretty young. I mean, he could have a hot mom. Randall's hot mom is the same <laughs> as I thought. It's okay if you have a hot mom and your friends think she's hot. You're not supposed to think your mom's yeah, that- hot. All right, well, <laughs> I've seen those stepmom videos. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe it's uh, like the stepmom from Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure. <laughs> oh, there it is, yeah. The 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 line at the beginning where um where Dante says algebra, bad lunch, and infidelity is like that's high school. I'm like, wow, that line is like way too perfect. It's the most like thought out line in my opinion in the entire movie. Yeah, Kevin has it seems like he has one of those about every like ten minutes or so. The rest of his conversation seems very like conversational, not super stylized, mm-hmm. and then every once in a while there's a real stylized line, which I know that you're very familiar with following the Tarantino movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, every minute there's something else. I'm like, wow! L- yeah, w- when you're like, I love that line, but people perfect. don't talk that way. Yeah. Nobody gets out of line that perfect. Like, you get like one perfect line like that a week, where you're like, yeah, I really exactly. nailed that one. You don't get like Every if if that yeah. I just mumble my way through life. <laughs> yeah, the half time she cheated on him was because she called him Brad. Is that what you were getting into that? But I ended yeah. up here. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's not not just because she called him Brad. I think that would be like eight point one times cheating. I think calling right. out the wrong name is more forgivable than. When he said he turned on the lights and she freaked out because she thought it was a different person. <laughs> what, she couldn't play that off like she knew it was her boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. Don't you then be like, so, oh, I thought it was Brad Pitt. I don't know if he was popular yet. <laughs> we, were, we were wondering, um, so when exactly did he turn on the lights? Was it like halfway through? Like he, she called him Brad and he was like, wait a minute, like turns on the lights or like, did he like finish and then they like turn the lights on and then she finds out that it's not oh, Brad. Oh, you mean it was completely finished and then she found out it wasn't Brad? <laughs> right, like that's what I'm wondering. Whoa. Was it in uh, the middle? I'm trying to think of I, I would like it to be whichever one is funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say if it was over and she and that happened, then it's it's a full cheat, that's, not a that's half. That's what it cheat. sounds like it is because he's like, oh, we like you know, she came in the room and it was like all over me and we started. And then she called me Brad. And then I turn the light. I don't right. know. It just sounds when I turn right. the lights on, she. Freaked. I really yeah. prefer that. I prefer them to I, still be in the act. I kind of like that. Like he just like kind of like leans over and like like pulls like the little like pulley on the lamp or something, and it's just like excuse me. Like, and, and hilarity of the scene, they have to both be facing the same direction and be able to see a mirror so that she can freak out. <laughs> like a double take. Oh, the wide eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Now my question: She said Brad. She freaked out. Did she admit that she thought it was Brad Michelson? If so, she's a horrible person. I, gu- I guess so. so. I think she's a horrible person. <laughs> she was called. I w- we were talking about it, and he calls her vile. I'm like I've yeah, never yeah. called a girl vile before. <laughs> like, that's an insult. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I mean, she she, she sounds pretty vile. <laughs> He says, great story, that girl was vile to you, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he's trying to be the good friend of, like, you're trying to let the person know that, yeah, this person was horrible, 
But it's, again, you don't want to push too far, because you don't want to seem like you're stepping into their life, either. Being like, yeah, I'm sorry that that person that you spent five years with is a horrible person. I mean, he doesn't really hold back on her, though. Like, he calls her vile, and then he talks about how she drives men to deviant lifestyles. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Yeah, so I haven't mentioned here... Oh, I'll do the deviant lifestyle thing first, real quick. I guess, uh, this is 1994, so I guess Randolph can get away with that kind of line. That line does not make it into a current script. No. Of him saying, oh, he drove men to deviant lifestyles. They're like, yeah, no, 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 don't put that in there. They would, and, they would boycott this movie so Or fast. is the deviant part that they moved to Idaho to raise sheep? I'm the sheep, sure. that's the deviant that's part. The, that's the deviant part. Yeah. Okay, well then you could probably still go with deviant for that. I feel like I still have a slight problem with, they said Brad Michelson ends up with chess team Alan Harris. Yeah. Now listen, I'm not saying some strange things can't happen in a dark room. I feel like at some point you realize the other person is A, not the person you're looking for, and B, not the same gender of the person you're looking for. I don't know, was chess team Alan Harris, like, did he have some uh, man boobs going on or something? Yeah, was he like a nerd? (laughs) Chess team, hun. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, like uh, Caitlin, like they always talk about, like how pretty she is and stuff. Yes. I mean, they talk, they talk about how pretty she is. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was rude. I'm sorry, but she's going in to meet Brad, and Brad ends up like moving to Idaho with chess team whoever Alan. Alan. Like, I don't know. He fell for some nerd on the chess team. Like, Brad was probably some like hot football player or something. I don't know. Oh, it's a nerd. No? <laughs> Am I alone here? <laughs> nerd! Oh, it's a football player and a chess team. They get together and move to Idaho. I mean, that could be its own, that could be another spinoff from the uh, VUSQ universe. That's the real yeah, life story. What, whatever happened to Brad and Alan, they went off to live their deviant lifestyle. I like Randall says, that's frightening. <laughs> <laughs> Is that about the sheep? Yeah, it's about the yeah. sheep. <laughs> that's like, that's one hell of a party. Like, all this is going on, like, she's just like, oh, I don't know, my boyfriend was here, and then they're hopping in sacks with each other, and there's another guy and another guy in a room. Like, it's a, this is a party. Like, I've never been to a party like this before in my life. I've never been to a party that I At didn't all. know if, like, whether or not my boyfriend was there. <laughs> Ever. I've never been to a party. I've never been to a party. I have no idea what happens there. Uh, Mike had never heard the term blitzed what? before. Nope. Really? He no. was, literally asked me, he was like, blitzed? Like, what is that? It's like, you know, like, drunk, like, blackout. Never heard nope, it. Nope, never heard it. It definitely sounds like a line from a Tarantino movie. He would use it the list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the good news for Brad Michelson and Alan Harris, as of 2014, gay marriage is legal in Idaho. So hopefully they're still they're still out there and having a lovely life. <laughs> they're not considered deviants anymore? <laughs> uh, in Idaho, I think they're still considered deviants. <laughs> I don't know much about Idaho, but... They have, that's all I they have potatoes, that. right? I, I think that's it. Take that Idaho. So I have written down here, it seems Caitlin has a history of entering dark rooms and having sex with just whoever happens to be there. You're oh. right. I didn't even think about that. You, you are absolutely you. right. That's such a good point. <laughs> you think she would learn your lesson after one time? I think she learns her lesson <laughs> by the end of this movie. <laughs> and also, you mentioned earlier that about her being pretty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe disagree with you there. Not that I think that she was pretty. There's another world for a girl like that. Maybe she was just easy. She Which... had the teeth of George Washington. She had a whistle like my grandfather. Oh my god. <laughs> no offense to her, but summer I... Summer S's. I, oh boy. She had uh, summer teeth, summer hair, summer there. Oh. oh boy. That's terrible. I feel bad about that. I feel even worse that she hasn't even showed up on screen yet. She's not around for like 30 more minutes. Yeah. I know. She can't <laughs> You're right. Herself. Sorry. I don't... I mean, she's not... She. I, I think it is a matter of easy, but like... Oh boy. I mean, I knew some easy girls back in the day but I must have been real blitzed. Did you? Put it that way. <laughs> Uh-oh, we just got a did you. How about? <laughs> uh, uh, 
Don't answer that question. God, those videotapes yeah. are not going to return themselves. Yeah, listen to my earlier minutes. Never answer these questions. There's nothing that could possibly come of that that line of questioning. So wait, he she he says that she cheated on him eight and a half times. But is that just eight and a half times that he knows of? Like he he's aware of those eight and a half times. Like could there be like you know twelve more times that he didn't know about? Oh. Is there twelve maybe. times she went in and thought it was Dante and it wasn't? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe not twelve. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I got two things that could possibly be this. She's one of those people that will cheat on somebody and then come crying to them and say, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." Blah blah blah. So it could be a legitimate eight. Or are you saying like she just got caught eight times? Because that's even worse. <laughs> Right. I was saying she likes to do it in dark rooms. Has she done it and not even know she done it? Has she cheated on him thinking it's Dante and it's just some other guy that's in a dark room? <laughs> I think she's only got. I think she's gotten caught eight times, and that's a, that's a lot of getting caught. Yeah. That's like some like do that like. Where are you doing this? Where are you getting caught so much? Like in <laughs> yeah. your bedroom? Come on. And he's still in love I, with her. I don't her. think there's. Oh, yeah. I've known people who've had their significant others cheat on them before, and they stay together. Usually, it's once, maybe twice. I feel like three times, and that I've never, I don't think anybody that's been cheated on more than three times and is still with that person. Right. Listen, if it's three times, you like it. You're one, you're if, if it's three times, like Dante, you're a doorman <laughs> at that point. You're like, oh, I guess just whatever. You have an open yeah, marriage yeah. or an open relationship. Oh, I mean, he's, that's what he should have just asked for at that point. Of like, let's just have an open relationship. Like, right. what is it? Like, fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Shame on you. Fool me eight, <laughs> fool me eight and a half times. Hey, come on. Please. <laughs> <laughs> please. Please stop doing oh, this. I was going to try to do I was going to try to do feelings. the George W. Bush. Uh, fool me once. Shame on shame on him. Fool, fool me twice. You'll never, you won't fool me again. He can't do the line right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he completely screwed it up. <laughs> fool, me, fool me again and uh, yeah. I've been fooled. They were like, that, that's great, George. Go sit down, please. Go, go eat a pretzel. Yeah, I was just trying to scrub through the scene one more time just to make sure if there's anything we missed. Since there's absolutely no camera movement, I guess there's not much we could miss. No, it's, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a classic Kevin Smith minute. scene. Every uh, filmmaker's got their thing. You know, Brian De Palma likes the big crane shots. You know, some guys like to have a lot of movement. He likes to put his camera in one spot and let, it, let his actors talk. I don't mind it at all. I think it's a beautiful shot. It works. Oh, yeah. It works for what's, <laughs> what, 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 what it is. Yes. Well, I mean, if your whole thing is going to be, I'm just going to write. I'm going to be all about the dialogue. Then your visuals don't need to carry you as much. You're just like, well, whatever. Everyone better be listening. Right. It's like the – it's it's funny because I'm also listening to the Star Wars Minute. It's like the polar opposite of that. They're doing the prequels, and George yeah. Lucas has gone on record saying, doesn't matter what people say. Dialogue doesn't matter. It's all – it's a visual medium, which if you've seen the prequels, you know he stuck to those guns. He did not care what the dialogue was. I love the prequels. <sighs> Sometimes I wonder about you. I <laughs> – <laughs> I don't know what it is, but, but do you love them, them ironically? Or no, no so, he doesn't. All right, unfortunately, she all won't right. even watch Phantom Menace with me. Right, I'm like, gonna. Oh, I, we gotta watch Phantom Menace. I, I can't believe I'm gonna ask this question since it's not even my podcast. If you were gonna rank the Star Wars movies, <laughs> what rank would you put them in? It's not even my movies, but now I have to know. Five, three, Rogue One. Is this uh, to- is this top to bottom? Yeah, top to bottom. So okay, em- em- <laughs> okay, Empire, uh, Sith. Oh God! Uh, Rogue One, uh, Star Wars, Phantom Menace, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, and then uh, Attack of the Clones. You would wow. put Jedi before Force Awakens any day of the week. Wow! Well, I would. I would put Jedi before. Force yeah, Awakens. they're they're probably very similar. But I saw Jedi when I'm like 12, so Jedi's going to get the, the check mark on that one. Get the button. 
Rogue oh One my God. is pretty close to the end on me. Like, I like the last half hour of Rogue One, and that was it. Listen, the last two minutes of Rogue One can move it up like two spots. You're right, you're right. The last two <laughs> minutes were awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, I don't know how, but you need to contact the Star Wars Minutes guys, and you got to get on that on that show. <laughs> Why, so they can yell at them the whole time? No, because they can't find anybody that likes the prequels. Oh, Okay. We, I went, we, when they were down here for Star Wars Celebration, we all went to Ale House, which is like a bar, like a big bar chain down here. And we all like hung out, we're like talking with them and whatnot. And then I told them my ranking, and Alex was just like, What do you mean? And I was like, That's what I like. <laughs> this is me. Take it or leave it. Oh, good lord. Maybe next minute I'll ask you to rank these movies, but I can't now. I'm just I'm so devastated after finding out how high Revenge of the Sith is on your list. Dogma's number one any day of the week. Dogma till I die. <laughs> All right. Going through my uh, my long set of notes I got here. You got anything left, Chris? Uh, my notes say Dante and Randall talk to each other. That's good. That's, that's why you are a professional note taker. That's why you do all the background, all the history on this. It's that level of uh, attention to detail. Do you guys have anything else? No, I think that's it for me. Yeah, I think that's all we, yeah. All right, so why don't you tell the, the fine people out there in Jane's Island Bobland where they could find you guys. You can find me on Tarantino Minute, finishing up Reservoir Dogs about to start Pulp Fiction. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's really vulgar, and it's totally shoot from the hip. We don't really talk about anything. We talk a lot about Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> uh, and then you can also find me on my other podcast slash radio show, Stellar Dynamics. It's a progressive rock radio show mostly about Rush, and then uh, Sunday morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on 91.5 FM if you're in Orlando. If you're not, tune in app WPRK. Jesus, that's a lot. I know, it's tongue, <laughs> tongueful. <laughs> Alright, well you guys can find me on Honey Hole My Beer. It's a podcast about two girls uh, sharing craft beer and odd stories, or on the Austin Powers Minute, which is coming out this fall. And you can find Jane Silent Bob Minute over at DuelingGenre.com. Go over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Why don't you give Austin Powers and Tarantino Minute a five-star review, too, while you're there. Please. Just start handing out five-star reviews. Like, if you're listening, I'm telling you, everybody's doing five-star work, because the Movies by Minutes thing is not an easy gig to do. And uh, while you're thinking about Movies by Minutes, go over to MoviesByMinutes.com. Check out the, I don't know, what would you estimate's over there? About 50 of them right now? Yeah, about... (laughs) Chances are, your favorite movie is being done in a minute-by-minute format. Uh, Pay special attention to the, as we mentioned earlier, the Star Wars Minute guys, Pete and Alex. Go over there and start with the Star Wars Minute. See how the pros do it, and then see how the rest of us screwed up the way that they did it. All right, uh, Chris, you got anything else? Also, come check out my eBay store, Chris1200 on eBay. Opening up a Jay and Silent Bob Wing, so check it out. And I'm not even supposed to be here today. I'm living day to day, just so-